You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Hello and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And Lucas, we are here. We are in the studio again that's close to being done. How, how many episodes in a row have we talked about this lovely place? Probably 15 or 20. But at look least. at it. It looks good in here. If you're, if you're listening, go to YouTube here. Maybe listen to it on here, but then go to YouTube, Faster Freedom Show. Check it out, and you can see our studio. Our back wall is done. Yeah, I think uh, we had that mobile studio for a while, right? Mm-hmm. In a tiny house, at your house, at my house, in our conference rooms. Where else, where else were we? Um, I think those were most of it. I don't think back here back in the here. chairs. Mm-hmm. But uh, in general, it's nice to be home. It's we're just it feels so good <laughs> to be home. But actually, the wall's not quite done. We have some LED strips yep. that are going to be going in, but we're close. So check it out on YouTube if you're listening. We appreciate you listening today. We have a great banger of an episode. Ooh, a great banger. A great banger, not just a banger. So we're going to talk about private lenders. We're going to get into how to raise money from private lenders. I'm going to give you all the four pillar pitch where to find them, all these fun things. We're going to talk about big box stores. Our our Mm. business topic is going to be on big box stores, and our finance is going to be on uh, Bitcoin, and it just got approved for an ETF, and what the hell happened to the stock or the price. And then we're going to get into Diego Garcia Lucas. Who is Diego Garcia? I don't know. I think that's part of this. Should I know? No. Okay, That's why it's cool. Yeah. Diego Garcia is interesting. We're going to talk about that. Riddle, true, false, would you rather? Boom, Audi. Mm, it's gonna be banger, great banger. It's gonna be a good one. We got a lot, and just so you know, if you're listening, we are turning this into a show, not just a podcast. This is going to be like a uh, Pat McAfee. I keep just using that. He's the kind of the big name in the space right now. Style show. Like we're gonna do this twice a week, at least an hour. We're gonna have segments. We're gonna have guests. We're going to um, interview people. We're going to um, have new segments. We're gonna introduce. We're gonna have intros. We're gonna have you know graphics pop up we're going to have sponsors we're going to make this a really really quality show um we're going to spend a lot of time and money we already have making this something something special um we're going to go go pretty hard at it as 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 she says yeah we're going to personally give it everything we have like we always do but the production behind it is just going to have that much more of of an effect of how uh how amazing this show is going to be yeah and it's going to be i think it's going to be even more fun we both enjoy doing this i think it's going to be even more fun as we do this and it's more fun to me when things get more views. It just feels like a better use of my time. And if you, in case you didn't know, we appreciate every single one of you. We don't get a ton of views or listens. We do okay, better than a lot, not as good as some. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shoot to be one of the bigger uh, podcasts out there in the space uh, by the end of this month. So share with a friend by the end of this share year. Share it with them. Be like, these are my guys. These are my boys. These are my dude. That that one ball headed guy. That one the one with the fresh the fresh cut kind of keeps the ball head guy in check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So real estate, uh, Lucas, private lenders. I would, I have changed my explanation of it. I still know what a private lender is, but I want to hear your explanation of what a private lender is, um, and then I will give mine, and then we'll talk about the importance of them. So what is a fucking private lender? Mm, that's a great question. I haven't had to answer that I in a I know I have time. a lot recently, so I wanted to like look really smart. Yeah, you will look really smart. Or I really can go small. first if you want. No, I'll go ahead. Um, I'll try my best. So um, in our space, a private lender is exactly that. It's a private individual, okay. uh, not a uh, bank, not a financial institution of any sort. It's not a corporation. It's an individual who lends you money, their own personal money, whether it's um, some cash that they have, whether it's some extra retirement money, whether it's line of credit, um, it lends you money uh, to execute 
any portion of a, of a real estate transaction. And um, yeah, and then they get a return interest uh, on that uh, based on how the, the asset performs or how you execute your deal. And yeah, that's a private in. Private, oh, that, that's a good lender. one. So I'm, I'll take it one step deeper yeah, as I'm known to do Hello. in the game. Um, also, by the way, I was watching one of our like cutups of the last episode and I said like so many times it like disgusted me. So sorry if I say that all the time, I don't realize I do, I'm gonna work on not saying that. So uh, Lucas is exactly right what a private lender is, but I'm gonna explain it for people that are looking for a private lender. Like where do you look for a private lender? Mm. And Lucas, the reason, and I've talked to several students about this, um, I think that you'll agree. I feel like the reason most people struggle to find a private lender, at least at first, is because they're looking in the wrong spot. Yeah, They think a private lender is a rich parent. If they don't have a rich parent, they think they're shit out of luck. Or they think a private lender is somebody with $10 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Your typical private lender, and Lucas has never heard this, so feel free to p- poke some holes in it. There are variances, of course, but the typical private lender is somebody in their you know late 40s, early 50s. They have a corporate job that they've had for uh, you know, 15, 20, 30, 25 years maybe. They have a house that they've lived at for the past 20 years. Their kids are in high school. They have an IRA they've given money to over the years. They have a 401k that's building. They have equity in their house. They have some money in the stock market. They just have a decent diversified portfolio. They don't have a $10 million even investment portfolio, let alone cash, but they have access some way in a self-directed IRA, borrow against a 401k, home equity line of credit that they can lend you based on your relationship and how you explain real estate to them, you know, 50, 75, 100, Mm $200,000. You're not asking for their entire like nest egg. You're asking for a portion of it. And it is, it can be, but it's usually not like lawyers, doctors, but it's, it's, you know, real estate agents, it's insurance agents, it's engineers, it's architects, it's police officers, it's normal everyday people that have a W-2 job that have access to some type of capital. It's not this diamond in the rough multi-multi-millionaire that's sitting with a Bentley in his garage. Does that kind of make sense why people look the wrong place? For sure, yeah. They don't even have to be a millionaire. Yeah, correct. Yeah, which is crazy. You can be a, a private lender. And even if like uh, you, you have $25,000, mm-hmm. if you get lend, lent $25,000 and you go purchase – an investment property with a hard money loan, but have no idea how to fund the rehab because that's the hardest part to fund. You don't have twenty five thousand dollars cash. That that twenty five grand will change your investing career, uh, and they're going to give you twenty five grand. You're going to utilize it to rehab that house, and then you're going to refinance or sell it and give them back twenty six grand. And they're going to make a little money, and you get to go make a lot of money or a lot of equity on your house. And uh, that's how powerful just twenty five grand in. But imagine if you could have fifty, a hundred, two hundred, five hundred thousand. So learning to grow that over time, but starting small, I think is very important. And it's a win win. It's not one of those things where a lot of people. And a lot of this, I feel like understanding how to explain it, I feel like hopefully it will open people's eyes because I had I'd never really heard private lenders explain like that until I've been doing it a lot over the past few months. But most people think like I have to beg somebody for their money. And that's yeah. not the case. It's it's obviously helpful for you, but it is a such a win for them. We're going to go over the four pillar pitches. I'm starting to try to coin it here in a minute. But you are giving them a very, very solid return backed by things that no other investment will be will back them so it's it's a really really solid return for both of you so that's kind of where you look i feel like most people look in the wrong spot and that's a part of the issue so a a private lender just can completely change the game for you yeah and i think that mindset shift that you're talking about it you are providing value to these lenders there's they're smart they're looking to diversify uh have some other type of investment and um 
a lot of times these people have like an interest in real estate um, and but maybe just don't have the time or capacity to go out and invest in real estate themselves. So this is a way for them to invest in real estate without having to do all the hard work. And yeah, we were at our uh, local real estate meetup last night and a gentleman came up to me and was like, uh, yeah, I want to do it all myself. I want to do it all my own money. It was like almost like a pride thing mm-hmm. with him and that he didn't want to go ask for other people's money. I'm like, and, I'm, and I kind of hopefully shifted his entire way of thinking about what a private lender is, the value you can provide them with uh, return value that you receive. Yeah, for sure. So private lenders, Lucas, where do most people find them? I explained who they are, but can you give some tips on like, you know, general tips to, you know, find your first private lender? Yeah. Um, number one, everybody's got to know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. uh, just talk about your investment journey, investing in real estate. Just get people excited about it, right? So uh, I would start with your your close family, your closest of the close, and then expand from there, whether it's your um, you know, an in-law or your parents or an uncle or a grandpa or a grandma. Start there. Um, hopefully you have somebody with an extra 25, 50, hundred grand there that would love to lend to you and make a return on their money. If not, then it's kind of expand time to expand to that next circle. Um, you know, close family, friends, uh, maybe business acquaintances, um, friend of a friend, whoever it is. But, um, I, and I think this is one of the things that you can post on social media. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times it's a little weird about asking for money or whatever, but I've seen awesome posts on social media, like, hey, I'm, I have this project, I'm looking for this amount of money, who would like to receive X return uh, and do this deal with me? And I've seen you know, tens of comments, 20s of, you know, hundreds of comments sometimes, so um, I don't know, I don't know if I answered that Yeah, I think that's well, good. I think there's general, there's, that's why it's hard because there's not like one box yeah. to check. You just have to have conversations about it in your inner circle and your outer circle. Let people at your your job know. It's usually somebody like your parents' coworker, or maybe mm-hmm. your parents' boss, or your grandparents' neighbor. It's it's just a connection of a connection kind yeah. of thing. So I think you described it well. So let's talk about typical private lender terms, and then we're going to get into that four pillar pitch. I kind of want to make them wait to the very end, but we'll do the four pillar pitch at the end of this segment. Beautiful. So um, what are some typical terms for a private lender? Loan? Yeah, super super typical um, for us, and what what we are lending out right now is. Um, you know, if if a lender is in first position, that means there's no other lender involved. And if there is, this lender is ahead of that lender. In general, we lend at 9% okay. annualized. Mm-hmm. So if you hold the property for six months, that means it's only going to be 4.5%, right? Of but the investment, yeah. Of the total investment mm-hmm. amount. So if uh, 100 grand, it takes you six months to do that project, you give them back uh, the money, it'll be uh, $104,500. Right. Yeah, one oh four five. One oh four five. You know, if it takes you twelve months, it'll be the one oh nine. Right. And then it's obviously the math uh anywhere in between will you know, we have spreadsheets and stuff for that. But um so nine percent and then if they lend on construction funds only, that means someone else is in first position position, like that hard money lender that we talked about, uh uh using the utilizing the purchase price for, or maybe a bank or another private lender, but if it's the um, rehab funds only in there in second position. We do 10%. I like it. I, I think that's, and we got a dramatic feel. Obviously the new studio, everything's kind of rigged up. One of the lights went out. So I feel like you're, you're bright right now. Maybe I'm probably not really. Yeah. You look good. Okay. Perfect. I, it's yeah. a little darker in here than we, that's all right. It was a minute ago. I like it. I like it. They can't see all my splotches on my skin now. Yeah. We're good. We, yeah. We both got a few of those. the best skin. We're all not right. perfect. No, no. Um, so typical, so that's what we do. So typical 
things that I tell people, Lucas, is 8 to 12% return for a private lender annualized. And I would, if you need to start out at that 12%, that's small potatoes if you're going to turn down 12% because it's too expensive. That's definitely still close to industry standard, and you can always walk it back after that. So that 8 to 12% annualized, everybody, when they see it initially or don't understand it, they're thinking they're getting 12% no matter what, and that's not the case. Yes. It's annualized. annualized. Big, big key difference. So just uh, put that into your investment, your rehab budget, whatever it is, just include it in the deal, and it's just like, you know, replacing of windows or doing whatever it's just part of the project and then you know it's taken care of because it's in the formula when you're looking to buy it yeah i love that and just understanding what those type of terms mean too so you can come off as a, a little more of an expert when you're talking to these private lenders like what does annualize mean someone can say oh i made 12 percent on my money well, how long did it take you to make that 12%? Mm-hmm. If it took you 10 years, that's a terrible investment. Really bad investment. You know, if it took you three years, that's not a very good it's investment. not very good. If it took you six months, that's an outstanding investment. Mm-hmm. If it took you a year, pretty damn good, right? So understand your time frame and how that can change that annualized return that Sam was talking about. For sure. So last thing, and then we get to the pitch. So what are somebody's options if they can't find a private lender or a private lender wants them to have some experience first? What would you tell somebody that came to you and said that? Mm. If they can't, so what's sorry? So if they so I, well, so I, I guess I was trying to heat up. I'll just answer it. So if you can't find a private lender, um, you can wholesale. Oh, gotcha. um, you can use hard money. You can use maybe uh, hard money and a uh, line of credit on your house if you have one, or you can wholesale and build up some cash. And that similar thing, if they want experience, yeah, you can wholesale. And even if you don't need, you don't need. Yeah, that's kind of where behind that thing. If you don't need cash to wholesale, you don't. It helps, but you don't need it. Right. So if you do a couple wholesales, I do feel like you'll have a more confident pitch. With yeah. private. I've done this before a couple of times. I didn't close on it, but I made this amount of money because it was a good deal. I can find those same deals yep. and use your money to take them down and may, all make more profit, kind of thing. For sure, that would definitely show uh, some experience, or maybe you could even like partner with somebody that has a little bit of money or something mm-hmm. to at least go through the process with them to show experience on, on a smaller level, but still some, I don't know, just an outside-the-box example, Prim. What is your four-pillar pitch, Walls? It's not my four-pillar pitch. It's yours. You know what it is, though, but I'll, I'll start it out. I'll run through it, and you can add any color. So okay. this is what you tell your private lender. This is the uh, – you, what you tell them so they know that this is a secure, solid investment. This is you just giving them the reasons why they should invest in you and why it's a good, safe investment. Mm-hmm. And the first pillar is is the best one. It's the personal guarantee. Um, a lot of private lenders, not all of them, if you're willing to personally guarantee the property, then they're like, yes, I will do it. They're, that takes their risk way, way down. And a lot of people say, no one's going to lend me money. I have no skin in the game. Well, when you personally guarantee it, you do have skin in the game. Just because you're not giving them money, you're putting your own money in it, you're putting your personal assets on the mm-hmm. line. So a personal guarantee just shows that you're serious about it. It's a big thing for a private lender. Well, if they're willing to personally guarantee this fund, they don't get that with any other investment they have. That's the biggest one. So that that's my favorite one. There's a couple other ones that are optional we're going to go through, but that personal guarantee is a big one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar to what banks require. Mm-hmm. And understand that these terms are all flexible. Correct. Right? That's these, a good point. These, you are putting your best foot forward to uh, provide this type of protection for your lender, when, where in most cases, the lender comes to the table with uh, these type of layers of protections, the personal guarantee that you're signing of the bank. But um, a lot of these private lenders, maybe they're, they're individuals that 
probably have never lint before. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of need to be worked through the process. And these are type of things that will help them feel better about lending money to you. And you kind of got to provide some of the documentation and those ideas of protection for them. Yep. Okay. I like. So the first one. and Personal guarantee. Bef- quick turbulence. So you're you're just not even oh, in Oh, it's right. in there. Good. No, it's not. Does it look like that? Yours looks real sharp. Oh, that looks better. Now, maybe it was just hanging out. I thought you had yours upside down, but okay. All right. So personal guarantee. Luke said it really quick. Personal Uh, guarantee. Second one is a uh, promissory note. So let let me describe it, and I don't think I was described perfectly. So, Lucas, you can help me going forward. But basically, it is just laying out the terms um, of your LLC and them or their LLC. So it just lays out the terms of the loan. It lays out the interest, uh, you know, percentage. It lays out, like, the, you know, when they have to pay it back by, what are the Mm -hmm. options if it doesn't go well. It's just kind of wraps a little bit more of a bow on the actual investment and puts it out there, you know, legally to a certain degree. It's not going to be filed anywhere, but it's just something that you each sign as a legal document that your LLC is, it's, this is a wrong way to say it, but I kind of say it's almost like your LLC promising to pay them back with the terms, like you're personally doing it. And then your LLC lays out the terms of the promissory note. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. A promissory note is you promise to abide by whatever terms are in that promissory note, uh, all the payment terms. Um, just like the personal guarantee, uh, the promissory note is a document that banks have you sign all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Again, these are all like simple documents. So yeah. the, the other, these last two are optional. Um, and by the way, none of these like are costing you any money. It's just like you just showing them that you're serious, that you understand. The third thing that you can give them some security on is having them as an additional insured. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. When you it buy is. a property, you need to get insurance on it. It's required to get insurance on that property. All you do is before you sign the document, when you're giving your insurance broker or agent the documentation, just say, hey, can I add X person as an additional insured? It's just a little box on the insurance certificate. Their LLC will go there or their names and their address and maybe phone number. And then that's it. It just gives them some legal rights to the insurance money if there's a claim. So it just For gives sure. them a little more security. Like the house burns down, they have legal rights to that um, that money uh, just like you do. So that's all it is. For sure. Yeah. A lot of, some people call it a, a mortgage loss payee as okay. well. Yep. Perfect. Okay. And then the last one is definitely one that I feel like is my optional, favorite, but it does kind of like, it can be like kind of that final like pitch to like, if they're kind of waffling a little bit and that is having them, you know, be on the deed, like having yeah. them be on the deed or even uh, like so they can have like a lien on the property that will be, you know, taken care of once you pay them back. So just giving them a little bit more of a legal right to potentially yeah. foreclose or not allow you to sell it. So it could kind of too. So the having, uh, you know, be on the deed means they can foreclose, they have legal rights to the property. And if they put a lien on it, that means you can't sell it without that lien being. So just giving them one more thing to be like, bro, I'm giving you a 10% return, double digit return. I personally guarantee it. My promissory note mm-hmm. says how the terms are going to be laid out. You're on the insurance policy and you can be, you know, have be on the actual ownership deed until I pay you back. They're not getting that anywhere else. Double digit returns, especially. Yeah, that's good. I think. Yeah. And, and again, a bank is going to file a deed of trust in their name with their their mortgage amount and the payoff amount. That that so this these are just, you know, uh, them acting as a bank to you, but we're just helping them do the paperwork because um, that is one of the cons of having private lenders is kind of all the paperwork you handle because maybe they've never done it before. So deed of trust, super solid. Um, you know, it, it also if you foreclose, if you're not able to perform the um, rights or, or the um, agreement of the promissory note, they can execute that deed of trust and take the property back and foreclose on you. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, no, it's 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 just a crazy amount of security that you're giving yes. them, and it completely debunks the myth that, oh, 
private lender, you don't have any money in the game or you don't have anything to collateralize. Yes, yeah. the collateralization is the property that they're lending on and they have ownership and they have a guarantee. And it's just, it's a very, very safe investment for them. It's safer than pretty much anything else yeah. that provides a return. It's crazy thing is all this is optional. Yes. It doesn't it's, have whatever you to want be it to done. Be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's your sweet grandma Irma, that's just Irma so fucking hands sweet. you a yeah. check for mm-hmm. 50 grand. It's like, go do what you want. You know, you don't have to have any of this. Yes. You know, they, they are all important in a way. And, you know, the more away you get from your immediate family, the more you want to have these buttoned up. But order of importance in my eyes is probably promissory note number one. Okay. Just because it spells out the terms of how you're going to get paid back or how you're going to. Order uh, of importance for. Uh, like just priority in general like if you were only going to do one of these okay. i would do promissory note okay if you do two of them for that second layer i would go deed of trust okay third i would go um the insurance and then fourth i would go personally guarantee personally so you're saying as a borrower that's what what you should push i would think if i'm lending you money i want you to personally guarantee it so yeah. it's not the opposite but that if if i am if you're trying to like make sure that they do the deal I think that personal guarantee yeah. is a great thing to throw on the table at the For beginning. Sure. Um, I, and I agree. Not a, yeah, not everybody. Not everybody wants to do it, and I understand that. And if you're not willing to, that's you know, I don't. If you're not willing to do it, I don't know if like real estate should be your vehicle. You need to be able to put your put your whatever on the line. But um, in general, yeah, if I'm lending money, then I would probably want somebody at least at first a personal guarantee. For it. sure, that makes sense. Cool. All right. So that is the private lender. I feel like that was a lot there. I think there's some good taker uh, takeaways and pointers. Some good takers. Takers. Um, I was, do you know what it being indicted means? Uh, I think so. I don't think it's good, right? It's not good. I just got a, a, a message that Alec Baldwin just got indicted for that uh, movie set shooting hmm. from a couple years ago or whatever. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, I think that means like you're you're charged with something. Yes. Right? And yeah. have to probably appear in court but of I, some sort, but I it doesn't mean you're convicted. Correct. I don't believe yeah. so, but uh, I No, I, it doesn't. No, but I don't but I thought that thing was like he did nothing wrong, like somebody else on the sets in charge of making Man, sure the guns not loaded. Yeah, I thought yeah. 100% there everybody or not everybody, most people I heard was like, yeah, that's horrible. Somebody's at fault, but it's not him. He's a he's the actor. He just grabs the gun and goes and says Conspiracy. is it clear? Yeah. They well, wanted this guy dead for a long time. Yes, and this some, is the way. This some yeah, it. some conspiracy for sure. All right, so the business one. So, are we going to see the on to the next business segment? Brought to you by the Faster Freedom newsletter. Check mm. out the description or the show notes, and you can get subscribed to our AI newsletter. We send it out once a week. It's not cumbersome, and it scans the entire internet for the top uh, articles in real estate investing for you to read. It's really, really cool. All right, so are we going to see the death of big box stores in this decade? So um, I know, like, uh, you know, these these stores just recently closed. Ba- ba- wow. Bath and Body Works closed 50 stores. Best Buy closed 30. <laughs> just Did I say wrong? That's oh. still a store. Oh, Parks, Party City like they, closed. They, shell, they sell, what do they sell at Bath and Body Works, Sam? They sell towels and lotion? Yeah. Like, that's an entire store. Yeah. Shampoos? Well, you had nowhere else to get like that besides, like, decent stuff before the... Maybe some pillows? Do they sell pillows there? Bath and body? Throws? What's a throw? Is that, that's like a, something you put on a Maybe bed? Maybe I'm thinking of, like, a, a different store that's kind of like that. Yeah, I think you are. Bath and body, I think it's just, like, shampoo and Loof- lotion. Loofahs? Yeah, I think so. That's part of the bath, I think. Is a loof is... A lo- no. Body scrub? Yep. Yeah. 
all that stuff. Like so I the mean, entire store. But yeah, but you didn't have anywhere else to get specialized that. But anyways, yes, Foot Locker four hundred stores by twenty twenty six. Yeah, people don't need it. Don't really try shoes on anymore. I feel like as much as they used to. I don't know. So yeah, that a Gap and Banana Republic three hundred and fifty stores. Bed Bath and Beyond. That's what you're probably thinking. That's about. what I'm they thinking. They filed bankruptcy three hundred and sixty stores. And I know Walmart's been shutting down some stores too. So um, yeah. What do you think about all that? That's just the uh, online retailers, Amazon and Timu, all these other ones, just completely spearheading the whole retail industry right there. And that shows if you can have them all in logistical stores and ship them out to people efficiently, you don't have to own a own a store, employ employees to be there, mm-hmm. have checkouts, have all of the stuff, lights back on, perfect. So mm-hmm. what, yeah, what do you think about that? Well, as far as like the ones you read, like yeah, I think they're going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see like I feel like Walmart still fits a need. Target still fits a need, um, but man, Best Buy like it, there's there's stores on here that we that were on here the same list probably talking about store closures ten years ago that are no longer a thing. Yeah, like whether it's Circuit City mm-hmm. or um, Venture, that was probably more like thirty years ago. What is Venture? It's kind of like a Target, like a poor man's Target. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. But it's been a while. Toys yeah. R Us. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones that we've seen already go away in our lifetime? Yeah, I mean, those are some big ones. I'm trying to think what's what's gone through the valley down there over in uh, Chesterfield. Um, Toys R Us, Babies R Us. The malls in general are yeah, malls are in big, general. big yeah, one. Just yeah. gone. Yeah, just getting repurposed left and right. So that's that's where my I take this walls, and I think it's just there's going to be repurposing. Yeah, I feel like that it's a shift in everything. Somebody's going to make money, figure it out, repurpose into storage, uh, residential, mixed use, restaurant kind on of the a real cool estate feed. side. Yeah, of on things. the real estate yeah. side of thing, what 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 all of these like actual physical buildings, what they're going to become, they're going to get repurposed. Things yeah. always change and adapt, like. If there's ever like crazy amount of electric self-driving cars, which I remember some people thinking there were going to be now, but in 20 years, whenever that is, parking garages and things like that, they're just going to get repurposed. I don't feel like with the capitalistic society that we're in, they're going to, someone's going to figure out how to make money on them. So if they, if you can have to buy it for cheap and figure it out, but yeah, mm-hmm. the limited the is that a still thing? Is that a thing? Still? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. No, so. Are like Coles. Coles is still around. Coles is still around. They yeah. they're kind of trying to adapt. I feel like because yeah. they just have you can't. They have so much stuff. I feel like you couldn't even put it on on us website. And then they allow like Amazon returns there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're kind of clever with what they do. I like Coles. Yeah. Yeah. Coles Cash and all that. So they they've, yeah. they've pivoted better than some stores. I feel like for sure. But in general, yeah, man, I I I, I see those all going away, dude. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, just from you know as people get older and as this newer generation comes in it's just going to be more and more this digital stuff like the last time i've been to a grocery store my goodness it's been so long i love going grocery stores are probably another thing we could talk about well they'll still be there but maybe less people inside i I think less people inside they'll make them more of an experience when you're there because some people need it people have to go like shop for it so i I think grocery stores will just look different but i still think they'll be there and i just think in general it's way the society moves. Like I like to have that perspective that we talk about a lot. Like there's, there's not uh, blacksmiths around anymore. There's not people shoeing horses. Like society moves. Like businesses shut down. New businesses open. Everything evolves and moves with whatever is happening in the economy. So Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Remember that one? I think it's still. I around. think it's still around there. I don't but know. But I mean, like most people. Yeah. Get a book somewhere else. 
you would think. That's right? what Amazon was at That's first. what Amazon was. That's where we still get our books, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's where or, my book or is. Or a digital book. That's where my or book is. Book. Amazon. Go an, fucking buy it. You don't have an audio it. version, do you? I don't. We're getting ready to record one, though. Are you going to be you? I'm going to, yeah. I'll oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah it'll like, take like, I don't know. I don't know. It'll take like two hours to read it. It won't be that big a deal. Yeah, you're fat. You're like, blah, blah, blah. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, won't, you won't need to put it on 1.2. You will not need yeah. to put my book on 1.25 speed. That is for sure. So if you haven't checked out the book, go buy the go buy the um, the heart or the uh, whatever paperback cover. It's really expensive. It's $4.99. It's so expensive. Best Buy, man. I just can't imagine like going to Best Buy. Yeah. Like, I haven't been to Best Buy in. 10 years yeah not many people just going there have. and like looking at the different flat screen tvs on the wall instead of just pulling it up in five minutes on your phone be able to read reviews off of amazon and have it to your doorstep the next day or later that day yeah this stuff has been crazy yeah amazon's so efficient there was i had lunch with somebody earlier this week and he said that him and his um him and his roommate after graduated college they bought a 42 inch tv they put it above their fireplace. It felt like such fucking badasses. It was forty two hundred dollars for a forty two inch TV. Unbelievable, yeah. And now forty two inch TV is like literally like one hundred ninety nine. I don't even think that. I think Dusty, Dusty got the fifty fivers for here for, for like, like three eighty, three eighty nine. Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that too. I think yeah. So anyways, you can get a forty two inch TV for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. So these are, are that's the, not that was not. That was not cheap. But, but yeah. did we go to a st- okay? And we're talking about no our our uh, screen screen behind us. Yeah, we us. bought it online. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a huge, expensive right. stage style screen. Yeah, they didn't go pick out at best seven by, by ten feet. Yep. Anyways, it's crazy. wild. Yeah. All right. The finance section Ooh. is brought to you by SamChat.io. Just type that into URL and you will get Lucas and I's brains and an AI chatbot talking about real estate. SamChat.io. All right. So finance. Speaking of technology. And AI, not really that, but similar. Um, Bitcoin token value drops after BlackRock introduces Bitcoin ETF. So this was interesting to me. So I, I saw my buddy who's going to be regular on the show, um, Taylor. He's a finance guy, and he was like, "This this Bitcoin thing is interesting, but it makes sense to where the the um, you know the actual." There was this whole buildup of is BlackRock's ETF going to get approved through the SEC? Is it going to be, become something that can be in an ETF? And um, it got approved, and everybody's like, duh, they wouldn't do it and not get it approved, and they probably have it bought out anyway that it's going to guarantee get approved. So this is one of those old adages, adages that I've heard before, but it's you you buy the you buy the rumor and you sell the news. So like the rumor of this happening and the rumor of this happening, everybody there was buzz around it, it happened, and then after that you sell it and people sell it off because it's you know it's like the event is over. So in all types of stocks and all type of companies, it's kind of an adage that generally um, has held true to a certain degree. But you know you you buy the rumors, all the stuff that's talking, then when the news hits, you sell because it, it's not going to be quite what everybody thought. So anyways, I saw you do some reading, which I haven't done, so you can kind of fill in some gaps about it. No, you read it. I mean, it's it's a little over my head, Sam. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you are short, so that's um, not saying a lot. Yeah, man. There's a there's a lot to this, and it's deep. Um, if plot, Do you know what ETF is? Exchange traded fund. I think so. Yes. Um, electronic transfer fund. Ele- oh, that could be electronic traded fund. We're not stock guys. Yeah, we probably lose tell. the people. Now that's right. Anyways, um, so um. It is definitely it just it just makes it more of like a controlled thing and that's part of what um, what is yeah. it? It's exchange traded fund. And let me read the definition okay, for listeners help. as well. So, an exchange traded fund or ETF is a basket of investments like stocks or bonds. 
Exchange-traded funds let you invest in lots of securities all at once, and ETFs often have lower fees than other types of funds like mutual funds or something like that who are actively managed. Uh, ETFs are traded more easily too, uh, but like any financial product, ETFs aren't a one-size-fits-all solution. Okay, so yeah, just covering their butts a little yep. bit. So, And the other part of it I think that's kind of part of this, just because we want to talk about this because I think crypto is obviously interesting and it's yeah. not going away, but it's one of those things where it's like anti-establishment, and then it's become this Bitcoin is becoming more of an establishment thing. So I think in the long run, it'll it goes up and down, and things affect what it is. Multiple things have affected the price over the years, but very very interesting. And the other thing I noticed, Walls, we're episode one forty eight, bro. We got two more left to one fifty. Are you going to wrap on the one fifty? Uh, no. Or should we do a little something fun though? I don't know. It's two, it's, it's a couple episodes. So well, I mean, that gives us like what two weeks? Yeah, I don't know if we have another one recorded or not. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll talk about it. Um, okay. But in general, like, I'm looking at the Bitcoin ETF. To me, it would look like it should be a, like a, um, what, what, what's uh, the term for all the different alternate coins, is it like, as a whole? Um, like all crypto. Well, oh. To me, it should be like a crypto ETF, right? With uh, pieces of all the different types of coins. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, no, I don't. I, th- there's no way that I, I don't think the SEC would approve all those other altcoins to have anything to do with what they're regulating. Gotcha. So that's probably why. So Bitcoin's the only one that had a chance for now. I think Ethereum would be next, I would guess. But I'm just, yeah, just having a tough time seeing what makes it an ETF when it's 100% Bitcoin. But um, I guess it's the. To be able what to be packaged in with the other stuff, I would think. Okay. So you can package it in with all this other stuff. And speaking of crypto, let's do our, our weekly crypto check. I think my crypto got kicked square in the nuts as well, Walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a tough week. Probably 10% drop this week if I had his. Look guess. what happened right after the um, – well, one day is uh, – all right, let's look at uh, one month. So, yeah, you can see – month we're still up, but you can see the week. It, yeah, it's down a decent amount for the week. Uh, one week. Is that 5%? Yeah, it says at the top four, four percent. Yep, four percent yep. down for the week. Which yeah. in like a stock market, that would be insane. But it's yeah, and they were saying, uh, you know, because this got approved, that that might have something to do with it on the on the BlackRock but the, side. Of the year's still fucking good, even with yeah, that debt. it's been a good year for oh well, well good year, rolling good year. past couple months for you, sure. Well, yeah, and good rolling twelve, but yeah, yeah. Well, the rolling twelve has been positive. Um, all right, Lucas. Yes. Who's Diego Garcia? I don't know, man. Tell me about him. Diego Garcia is a an island in the Indian Ocean. It's a U.S. secret military base. That's so it's, not, I guess, not super secret. So it's not a person. It's not a person. Uh, it is a it is a base. So in, you trick. It was a trick question. I tricked you, and you fell for it. Just like I'm gonna trick you with riddle me this. <laughs> um, so, anyways, it's it's a U.S. and uh, mainly or U.K. and U.S. Um, but mainly U.S. military base. Freaking just you know way south, but south of India over there. It's one of those things. There's a wild story behind it. Like they kicked all the people out. It was there was trying to do a few different things with it, and the U.S. and U.K. basically just took it over. And it's a pretty extensive military base. Go to the next um, page, Lucas. You can see it. It's a very interesting island. But there's a lot of military stuff going on over there, and they call it an unsinkable wareship because they can have like uh, a bunch of planes and bombers and everything out of it, mm-hmm. and it's close. And it's, it's in cr- the middle of the ocean. And right. um, and you can't so obviously an island is, yeah right? yeah that is correct. But anyways, it's it looks really cool. I looked a lot of it up earlier because I thought it was fun. Um, like the check it out. the uh, it's beautiful. Oh. They said they said the water. Oh. Stop it! They said the water, Lucas, is like 
at, at night it's like 82 and during the day it's 86 and it's like that all year round and there's like a constant breeze so it looks like a beautiful place oh, it does and we just got our, our 4.1 on google <laughs> what the fuck is kind of rating <laughs> british indian ocean territory is that buyout, right? yeah it's called yeah. the buyout that's what they call it yeah oh, old-fashioned buyout buyout, buyout. Wow, beautiful. It, it, and then, uh, so apparently India was pissed about it. Obviously, we have our shit over there, but I guess we've been doing some exercises with them and down there as well. But apparently it was used a lot during, like, the uh, Iraqi war, like, all, yeah. that, all that kind of stuff over there. It's just something that's not talked about it a is, ton. It is beautiful. Isn't that wild? But yeah. we just got to, like, the mil- U.S. military is wild. We just have this base over in the middle of the Indian Ocean yeah. nobody even talks about. Yeah, most most people obviously have have been like deployed here. Yeah. So I, the the Google reviews are kind of wild. If you want to read them at some yeah, point. let's read some of them. Oh man, oh this was the a one star review a month ago. Uh, was on a port visit in 1988, <sighs> USS Iowa. Remember a small nightclub and pretty much secluded beaches. I gave it a one star. <laughs> what do you think? It's a freaking military. Dude, like, there's some crazy stories, man. Yeah, it's, uh, why, it's really cool. I like, spent 333 days on Dodge, is in quotes. Okay, one of so, the yeah, islands, maybe. From 1994 to 1995, worked in the AIMD, supported all aircraft, including the, man, I bet there's some wild stories It's on just wild side. that it's over there. Our military is insane. Like, yeah. we would be so pissed if somebody had anything anywhere near our country, like out, like in the, like out in the ocean or something. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah, this is a. Uh, yeah, this is not a British territory, and then he gives like the definition. <laughs> That's a one star. We got it. Yeah, and, and then it's someone pissed an island illegally obtained. Yeah, by the US oh, for, for sure. Its military imperial. I mean, they bought. I looked it up. They bought it, but like kicked everybody out then still too. But there was like plantations on there, and there was like uh, they like tried to like. Anyways, it's just crazy. I think these islands all over the place are just wild. The story and how many people have seen. Anyways, and it's crazy looking. It's like this. Yeah, it's beautiful. But like the the shape of it, it's like yeah. wild. This is a so this is where Malaysian flight MH three seven zero. That's what on. that that is. The a cons- CIA is to blame. They that, use the passengers per, to perform experiments. That's what's on. one of the conspiracies Dude, is yet. If you ever want to kick, go read, go look up Diego Garcia and look at the Google reviews. Yeah, that for is Diego ha- Garcia. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, it is just the the whole story behind it is is wild. It's it's very interesting, very it beautiful. Interesting. Um, it's Never heard of it. We have so much shit like that all over it. it, it it's kind of wild. But, yeah. It's, it's got street view. It's got – oh, yeah. That's the thing. So, Lucas, look at that. That's what I was going to say. Like, do like the Google Earth view. Mm-hmm. Like, it's busy. There's, like, cars all over it. There's, like, a bunch of ships in the middle oh, of dude, it. dude, it's like – it's it's like a it's hollow. There's yeah, no center. Yeah, that's that's what look at that's what oh, I mean. That's, I thought this was all no, land it's, that's here. what I meant. Shaped weird. That is crazy. I know, right? Yeah, you guys got to look at the satellite view of Diego Garcia. and then zoom in walls and there's like ships all over. It's wild. It's a very it active. Whatever, whatever. And this is wild that there's Google reviews on some island that we stole from. I mean, I'm sure, it's happened in the past, but yeah, it's Ooh, wild. Good looking pizza at Diego Garcia's Officers Club. Check that out if you're there. Probably a lot of bars for, yeah, <laughs> for all our military to stay sane while they're over there. Crazy, very huh? cool though. Yeah, check that out. And then interesting. I thought yeah. that was fun just to have a fun topic. Wow, that is in the middle of the ocean. I know, right? Yeah, south of India. Crazy man. We got just warships and shit over there. We're learning stuff on this. Yes, podcast. unsinkable warship. Yeah. All right, here we go. Riddle me this. This is where I make Lucas look so stupid. Haven't looked at him once. So off the cuff. What? Does a man do only once in his lifetime, but women do once a year after they are 29? Oh, this is kind of like a joke. 
there's a hint. It's kind of like a joke. Okay. What does a man do once in his lifetime? But women do once a year after they turn 29. This was Shane that thought of this one. This was like a joke kind of. Okay. Um, after they turn, after they are, the once a year after they are 29. Oh, my That's gosh. That's it right there, though. That's the hint. After they're 29. Turning 30? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the answer. Get it? Because women are always like, they always say I'm 30. Like, they always, like, kind of, that's like a thing. Like, they don't ever get past that age. So that's why it's kind of, like, supposed to be a joke. Uh, so men turn 30, and they say, I'm 31, 30. Women's like, I'm 30. Like, it, and they, they do with different ages, but it's like, I'm always that age kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so the answer's turning 30? Yeah. So you got to kind of, I kind of let you into it. But we'll take it, because that one was tough. All right. Yeah. What is it that no one wants to have, but no one wants to lose either? This is a good one. This is a real one. No one wants to have it, but no one wants to lose it either. Mm. Don't want to have, but don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you don't want to have it, I would say. Talk, that's a tricky one. Nah, I should have. I should know this. I would give this one, it's a lawsuit. It's pretty good. You don't want to have a lawsuit, but if you have it, you want to win it. You don't want to be involved in a lawsuit, but if you're you have it, you want to win the lawsuit. So that that one. No works. one wants to lose. Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. I would not have got that. You stumped me. I think you'll get this one though. You're one out of two, or maybe half. This one. When it's alive, we sing. When it's dead, we clap our hands. What is it? Candle. Birthday can- birthday candle. But yeah. I, I'll give it to you. Birthday. Yeah, birthday so that's candle. what I was envisioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those were good ones. That first one was tough, but yeah. Second one, I feel like. Maybe if you look, you maybe would have got that one. I maybe. don't think you I would got, have. You've gotten tougher ones than that. I but. would have to like think about it for five minutes, and we don't have that much time here. We do bro. not. So let me smack. I've been crushing true Ooh. or false. Ooh. They've been taking it easy on me. Did you look at my paper when I did I, I, No, I that, have not. Uh, tell me. True or false. Did I look at your paper? Yeah. False. Okay, good. Good. You're on the right track. All right. Grilled cheese, Sam. Okay. Grilled cheese is the most popular sandwich in the United States. I guess it's a sandwich if you don't have meat. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. A peanut butter and jelly is just peanut butter and jelly. It's a sandwich, bro. I guess. I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, you probably just gave me the answer. Um, false. Peanut butter and jelly is the most popular sandwich. False. It's not the most popular sandwich. It's, it's true. I wasn't trying no, to give you not. the how answer. Do they fuck, how do they even know that? <laughs> how do you know? I probably some type of survey. A census. I mean, how do you know a lot of these? I don't know. You just got to go with it, Prim. So you you would like to appeal that one? No, it's fine. No, I mean, no, you I should think it's get fine. a certain number of appeals because, well, one, you did appeal and, and you we, were right. But I think this one, I'm sure I was kidding. They can do polls. That's how. That's the only way they would know this. They can't pull everybody. So I, I Just will, the fact that you didn't think a sandwich was a sandwich unless it had meat in it makes me question a lot of things. I just, I don't know. Peanut butter banana? Is, is, a, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why? It's meat between bread with condiments. It's a it's a weird it's a hot dog bun. It's its own thing. It's a hot dog. It's not a bun or it's not a sandwich. I mean, you can make a hot dog sandwich, but it wouldn't look like a hot dog. You'd have to. Well, you have to kind of, tons of different types of bread. It's not sliced bread. You need some sort of sliced bread. Guess. Guess maybe. it could be a form form of, of a, a sandwich. sandwich, like yeah. the like a reptile. What about a bagel? A, what do you have to cut a bagel in half and eat it? Is that with put meat in? Is that a sandwich? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So there you go. So a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, if you ate it like this, it's I a got sandwich. the second one on lock. No, you don't. Yep. Ketchup was once used as medicine. True. I've heard that before. That's wild, isn't it? Yeah. False That's, is the. I'm just joking. It's isn't true. That, isn't that gross? It was used to cure sickness like diarrhea and indigestion. Upset stomach, diarrhea, so indigestion, poop pepto- your butthole. What? 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 I was singing <laughs> the song they use and I Pepto Bismol. Yes, not. Or maybe not- Pepto Bismol is going to be on hot dogs in the future. Ooh, that'd be good. I'd eat that. Oh, Pepto Bismol hot dog sandwich. Pepto Bismol hot dog sandwich. All right. your butthole. So you right. knew that one. Yep. Soda, soda, uh, is the most popular beverage. On the planet. So, like, it's the first true, they were true, true. So are they trying to fuck with me and have me be all three trues and try to go the other way? I'm, I'm not going to answer yet. I would think it's false because, I mean, I know soda is very, very U.S. dominant with all our marketing and, like, the all that stuff. But a lot of other countries um, outlaw a lot of stuff or don't let them. So um, I know it's, I don't know, is water a beverage? Because water is more popular. I would say water is weird because it's, like, it's there. Yeah. I would I would say You can so. put it in a cup at a restaurant or like a thing. Yeah, so at anything to drink. I want to say everything false. To drink. Yeah, you're right. What right. is it? Does it say what it is? What the most popular Water. beverage? Okay. Yeah, I, so I couldn't like answer that. Yeah, yeah I got like you. Giving it away. But. So two out of three. We each got yeah. two out of three. That's not yeah. too bad. That's a win-win, Walls. Grilled cheese. I, I would I would have said false on that too. I would, I, that, uh, I'm not going to peel it, but I would not be surprised if PBJ was. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because not everybody can grill. Or has the, you know what I mean? Like PBJ, you can do it. You don't need heat. Doesn't you don't need, need heat. Yeah, that's a and great And some point. places don't have it, and then you don't have, like, time for it some places. Yeah, what a great, well, what a great sandwich to not be, it has to be the best sandwich that you don't cook. A PBJ? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't well, mind, I like, a cold, like cut. a cold cut. Yeah. yeah. But PBJ is, like, one of those things I wish I ate more of. Yeah, that strawberry too. jelly and so I used to hate it. You know what I like now though? I like and I haven't had it, but I like that crunchy peanut butter. It used to kind of gross me out, but yeah. crunchy peanut butter, strawberry I jelly. Can mess with little, it. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a grape jelly guy. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I definitely I could see that for sure. It's a strawberry, into right? Strawberry, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like That's ten not years even, ago. Okay, good. That, that would we'd have to rethink our fucking partnership. Okay, grape's still good though. Great. I would go. I could fuck with grape. Yeah. All right. Um. Would you rather? I'll go first, All Lucas. Would you rather have a? Ooh. Would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? God. Gosh, that's a great one. Great one. I would say, oh, gosh, that's tough. I don't mind cooking. Yes, and you're good at it, or grilling especially. Yeah. Um, it's fun for me sometimes, and cleaning's never fun Mm-mm. or picking up, but if I had a personal chef – Imagine just like fire stuff that's incredible for you that oh tastes really gosh. good. I, I would be jacked. Yep, and, and it it tastes so good. And just save up. And you'd be a healthier. lot of time. Well, healthier too. And that's like the most important thing. Like is your, your body. Yes, your health. way more important than your messy house. Yeah, you're not supposed to have clean. Like I heard something the other day. Like having kids, you're not. It's not. You're not supposed to have a clean house. So having that yeah. expectation is not. It's just stupid. Yeah. So even though I love to cook, and I can still cook every once in a <laughs> while, right? I'm gonna go with like. Because right now I take, like, pre-made meals for lunch, like mm-hmm. a factor, which I love factors. Shout out to factor. Yes. But imagine having, like, a fresh freaking feast for lunch and dinner and breakfast. just like, perfect every time. I'm going to go with personal chef. Yeah, I, I and saw. And a surprise pick. I saw. Yeah, that's a shocker. 
but um, we'll break that down later. But I saw a TikTok the other day of some personal chef or some billionaire. Um, yeah, I watched him too. That's so funny. Is that, it the Hamptons? The, the Asian one guy, the Hamptons? Yeah. yeah. he's awesome. That's the, but that's so cool. He looks so good. But that's what he does for yeah. like eight hours a day. Now he has downtime and stuff, but and he preps like before for some of the desserts and stuff. But man. And, it, and when you think of like pure bang for your buck, <laughs> a personal chef is going to cost you a lot more than um, a personal maid. Yeah, but just, yeah, I just imagine, like, and I would like to get there someday with the chef and the maid, but, like, yeah, just having, like, really, I would, because I like to, I don't want to eat something that part of the reason I don't healthy because some of it tastes crappy. Right, but if they can make it taste amazing. And they can. Yeah. That's part of what they do. Yeah. That would be incredible. That would yeah. be fun. Let's do that. All Let's right, you it. got the next one. All right. Would you rather be royalty a thousand years this ago is a good one. or an average person today? So let's just not just say, like, I'm average and can make myself above average. So, like, you have to live an average, like, normal or – because, bro, royalty back in the day, and it was horrible. That's my whole thing of, like, society being so much better today. Like, back in the day when there's royalties, everybody was treated like crap. Yeah. And then, like, royalty could do whatever – it was, like, hand and foot everything. Talking of, like, you know, maid, personal chef, everything. Like, didn't have to do anything. People bathed them. And it's kind of mean because there were so few people. Like, the the disparity of, like, wealth was – way worse there than it is now there was a couple rich people and everybody else was poor now it's like at least people have a shot but i would still probably say the average person today in an upset pick because people didn't like live that long that long and i just couldn't like like if you're royalty that long ago like they just treat people so so shitty Mm -hmm. and just being around that and I would I would hate it so much, like, as who I am today, I would, like, leave being royalty probably and just be like, peace out. I'm going to go live on an mm-hmm. island by myself or something. So Princess Prince average Harriet. person today, yeah, average person today, and when I think of average, I guess I'm thinking of, like, money and success. Yeah, I think just, um, like, living in a – But if I could be, like, super happy and, like, but average income or wealth, I, I would probably Because you can be super today. happy without the income. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. But I didn't know if that meant like average happiness, which that would change my pick. Yeah, I would want to be super happy with average success or wealth. How yes. about that? Well, you can be. How, how about you're happy either way? Or, or but yeah, I like it. So I'm going to go today. So we're, we're the same on these. This last one's interesting. I'll All let right. you read this one. It's funny. Okay. Would you rather always have bo and be stanky, or not know it? Or you always have bo and, and know, not and not know it and not know it. So you're always thinking you don't know it, or always smell bo on everyone else. I mean, I gotta. I, I'm very cognizant of other people. I feel like we're both like we want other people to be comfortable, but like, I would say like be on other people, then just lose my sense of smell, but then we'll be able to taste. I guess walk around like this all the time. I don't know. Probably rather have the bo and just try to keep my distance from people. Yeah, not me. I would rather smell it all the time. I think I would get used to it. Oh, the um, smell on other people. Yeah, I'd rather smell bo all the time, even on Ashley. Yeah. I was going to be like, because she has it all the time. Yeah. So perfect. That's mean. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's normal. I'm just kidding, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But I know if I had it, like, I would, uh, that would suck. Everybody's like, God, don't be around that guy. He, yeah, that, he that stinky Luke. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole stinky Luke. <laughs> stinky Luke's coming, run. Yeah. I would be like wearing hoodies in summer because it sweat worse, but at least it would cover up a yeah. little bit of it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't Pat McAfee it with your fucking armpits out all the time. Well, then maybe that would dry him out and air him out a little bit. Yeah, if there's that option to it. So, yeah, so I don't you, know. You're the B.O. guy, and I, I'm smelling it on everybody. Yeah, that's a lose-lose situation. Yeah, the, the, Those were fun ones, though. Sometimes those those, I fun. like those yeah. a lot. Those will be good shorts. Um, All right, 
let's pump them up and roll out of here. I'm excited to continue to uh, grow this show like we talked about earlier. Make sure to check out the show notes. Make sure to um, you know subscribe or hit the like button or uh, give reviews depending on if you're listening or watching. We would really appreciate it. We have lots of fun with this, and we do put some time into it. So we would help. Uh, we would appreciate your help because we need it. Um, all right, Lucas, I'll yeah. read the quote, and yes. then you get it. Perfect. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must always be moving. Love it. And I agree with it. Um, and I wouldn't say like every second be moving, but in general direction of growth and moving forward, yes, I agree with that. Because I do believe in the in the quote, it's kind of similar to this. If if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the important thing is, is to understand what your definition of growing is. You know, it could be something as simple as, Sam talks about this, trying to be more present with the people you care about the most. That is growing. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't mean you're growing this billion-dollar business, but that is very impactful to yourself and people around you. It could be, um, you know, you want to want to spend more time doing this thing or spend more time doing that thing or be become a better leader or um, your business growing. There's growing can mean so many different things, and I believe in growing as a person and continuing to improve and get better uh, absolutely, and to me, that's 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 the keep moving aspect of this quote. And I feel like you've always been a grower, not a shower, so that works out perfect. That's true. That's true. That's funny. I'm. St- he was so nice and so. What about you? I took it there. <laughs> Neither. Damn it. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I agree completely. I think it's one of those things where if no grower shower. I, I said neither as a joke. Oh, like, that'd be bad. Okay. Well, go, answer the real question. I probably like probably yeah grower yeah I mean yeah. It, looks a lot different that way yeah <laughs> um so uh I, but i agree that um good for you <laughs> yes um if in general the same you'd be a, yeah that'd be tricky yeah. unless yeah all right okay um so <laughs> life is like riding a bicycle um in general i do agree like always be moving doing something like if you're moving and trying things and experimenting, then you're going to like be making mistakes, but also learning from them, those mistakes. You're also going to be, um, you know, doing good things, right? So like to experience the good and the bad and to go through the bad to get to the good, you have to constantly be moving. So yes, I am good and Albert Einstein is smarter than both of us. He also has the um, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different yeah, results. Yeah, I love it. I say that it, one a lot. Was that us? I think uh, I think it was T. York and maybe you were talking about like, like, our perception and time frame on when Albert Einstein was around yeah. it was like it's like crazy, but he was around during World War Two, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he, and he was him and Oppenheimer after watching yeah. like they like talked. That was a uh, that was crazy. So they had it on a uh, the Riz show. Shout out to the Riz show. One of I send the point. Uh, they do like this this little game or whatever. And one of the tiebreakers was what was the year Albert Einstein was born? It was like nineteen oh eight. I thought it, that's what I would have guessed, like early 1900s, but he was older than we thought at World War II. I think it was like 1879. No. Yes. 70s and 18? I think so. I'll look it up. Yeah, check out, check it out. But it was earlier than I thought, so he was older around World War II, Oppie, than, than we were. He pro- could have been. Yeah. When was Albert Einstein born? Tell us. Tell us, Siri. Is that still Siri on your guys' iPhones these days. 1879. Yeah, Damn, he was. I just he's got it up there now. Awesome. Ooh, All right. Well, thanks sick. for joining. Yeah. We appreciate y'all very much. This was a fun episode. Share it, like it, rate it, review it. Have fun. We found out that Lucas is a grower, not a shower. You See too? you on the next one. Kind of. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. 
If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes along with all our social media handles so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show. 